Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 3, episode 328 of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today as we pause from our Come Follow Me studies as per normal on our Monday episode. We'll have a look at some Facebook comments um, sent to the podcast and also uh, something else that I've been studying uh, along the way. Um, So first of all, We'll go to comments uh, from from listeners, and just one comment this week uh, around about our discussion on Babylon, which I thought was particularly interesting, actually. Uh, so it talks about uh, a bit more of the history of Babylon and an event that happened, which we can learn from regarding this city. Um, they said, I looked up how Babylon fell to help explain to my kids how great things can fall in a moment without any fight. Babylon had supposedly 80-foot-wide walls, and grates that went into the Euphrates River that flowed through the city to block anyone trying to sneak in. I found out that the Persian army went upriver and dug a side route for the Euphrates River. They blocked off the side route so no water flowed into it until the day of the Babylonians' holiday for their deity, when they would be all drunk from their celebrations. The Persians then blocked off the river and diverted it down their new route and walked down the riverbed through the grates that previously went in that previously went into the water and were able to fill to fill the city by midnight by morning there was no fight and the persians took over the city and the and the empire i just found it interesting that they thought they were safe in the walls protecting them but their protection ended up being the way they were toppled just like satan can find ways to sneak around our protections if we're not putting our foundations in zion which is representative of the temple of keeping christ at the center of our lives close quote. Um, Yeah, just a really good example uh, about how we need to be aware of our weaknesses, obviously, but also not be complacent if we um, think our weaknesses are covered, because that is when Satan finds a way through our defences. We need to be vigilant of his attacks and aware that we need to uh, fend off any of these attacks and we do that through the simple and smaller simple things which we are encouraged to always do to connect to our saviour through studying him in the scriptures by regular daily prayer by partaking of the sacraments and building our relationships with our loved ones um, all of these things build strength and fortitude against any of the attacks that satan makes with us so i just thought it was a really good use of the the image of Babylon and not just obviously Babylon being a place where uh, we try to get ourselves out from but also it represents um, a place which was complacent and prideful uh, in its actions and so we need to learn how to avoid um, that in our own lives. So in terms of what I'm going to share this week to study I think I might need to share it over two weeks because it's quite lengthy Um, but when I first heard this uh, on a podcast recently, I, I really enjoyed this, and so I sought out kind of the the documents that were that they wrote it all down in and expounded on it more fully, and I want to share with it with you today. The individual uh, sharing it on the podcast was Anthony Sweat, um, but there's also uh, Michael Hubbard McKay and Gerrit J Dirkmatt, who are quoted as being part of publishing this. And it's about different types of doctrine. In fact, the article that I found online 
uh, is titled Doctrine of Models to Evaluate Types and Sources of Latter-day Saint Teachings. Um, and they basically explain this idea that the, that the term doctrine has been used quite differently throughout the history of the church. Uh, and that it's important for us to remember what doctrine is. And we need to understand this because we have to, we, we are in scenarios and settings in church where we are taught and we uh, discuss teachings together, particularly thinking about Sunday school and in our elders' quorum and relief society lessons um, and in the equivalent youth and primary settings in those parts as well. And we have an opportunity or a responsibility to be taught and to learn. But sometimes we um, we can start to discuss things which some would consider not doctrine, whereas that where actually they are doctrine, but perhaps just not core doctrine. Um, and what we need to understand is how we learn about doctrine, where we find out about it, and how actually there are probably different types of doctrine we have in this church. I mean, we have doctrines about the atonement of Jesus Christ, and then we have doctrines about how, uh, what, what exactly happened on the night the atonement took place. And then we have doctrines about who the, who the atonement reaches. And then we have doctrines about how the atonement actually works. Um, and all of these are different in what they teach us and how important they are to our salvation um, and how perhaps not necessarily as important to our salvation today. Um, and so... Also, when we hear ideas brought up in the church, in fact, I'm going to share a little quote from the article itself. It's, they say, uh, quote, additionally, upon hearing um, an idea, well, in fact, I'm going to go a bit earlier. Um, it says, quote, many yet wonder and have pressing questions related to Latter-day Saint doctrines, such as if God is unchanging and truth is, 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 truth is eternal, then why does church doctrine sometimes change? Or why don't we still teach some of the doctrines that we are taught in the, that we were taught in the early church? Were they wrong or are we? When discussing the Latter-day Saint faith, some imply or assume that everything ever spoken by any church authority, past or present, constitutes eternally binding doctrine. Additionally, upon hearing an idea brought up in the church, some want to know, is that teaching an official doctrine? How can I know? These questions and many others about Latter-day Saint doctrine have caused difficulty to many. Uh, for many, both within and outside the church, close quote. This is a really important point um, about how if we are to take the word doctrine as a truth that is unchanging and eternal like God, then that is very difficult for us because we have doctrines that were taught, if we want to use that phrase, doctrines that were taught in the early church, which are not taught today. Um, doctrines such, such as the law of consecration in in the sense that and the way that it is lived is different today. Obviously, we still live the law of consecration today, and, and we uh, spoke about that in, in fully in full detail in our Doctrine and Covenants study. But the way we live it is different to how it was taught and lived uh, at first. Does that mean that that doctrine was wrong, or are we a weaker people because of it? Um, we'll talk about this and how these policies change. I mean, the Word of Wisdom... Um, is another example of a, of a doctrine which, you know, and let's not forget that we need to think about this doctrine being not just from the commencement of the church in the, in the early 1830s, but also 
how this church is meant to be the same church and, and gospel that Christ taught and that prophets have lived throughout the centuries and millennia. Of course, they didn't have the word of wisdom as we have it today, um, but we have it for a different reason. And we'll talk about that uh, as we go through our discussion over this week and next week. So, first of all, doctrine is a teaching, something that is taught. Um, and so when we understand the word doctrine, um, that can be something which we need to remember. Um, and how the prophet Joseph Smith, for example, used it as, quote, more in line with this biblical usage of something that is taught or teaching or instruction. The prophet and his associates, when printing lectures on faith from the school of the prophets, classified them as theology and subtitled them on the doctrine of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, close quote. Um, this is why we have the, the name of the book, Doctrine and Covenants. The doctrine was, in effect, the teachings from Joseph Smith's um, teachings, and the covenants um, were Joseph's revelations. So the doctrine was actually uh, these lectures on faith, and the covenants were the revelations, the things that the Lord brought in to um, teach about with his church. Now, I've just realized that we've almost reached the 10-minute mark, and we haven't even begun, really, our full discussion on this. This may take a few weeks, actually, but I think it's really important to kind of get that context of what we're talking about here, why it's important to understand what doctrine is, how there are probably, and how they seem to be, um, different levels or, or of doctrine or different types of doctrine, um, and how we find out what doctrine is. Um, how we what we understand as official doctrine. So, um, hope you enjoyed that. I mean, obviously, this will be, this is rather just setting the scene for what we're going to talk about over the next couple of Mondays. So make sure you tune in tune in next Monday, and we'll start talking about. We'll dive straight in and talk about the different types of doctrine we have in this church. Um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your time, and until we meet again. <laughs>